Thursdays, you know the intro live, the whole astro spec. You know, for half people, tall people, short people, middle people, how we ever get it in, you know we do it on every level. I am your host, DJ Vic Smooth. My weekend was hell of extravagant, you know what I'm saying? It went down, it came on. I see Bernie Mac in the background of this another another black brother. You know what I'm saying? We always kick it in and tune it in. It's the live hip-hop show. Yeah, Aria, I, I, yeah, I know you look back, but I'm talking about the man that's on the other yeah. side. All you right, know what I'm saying? Right. Bernie Mac is standing, standing back his I bald see. head. You know what I'm saying? What's up, kid? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, you know, I had a wonderful, blessed weekend. Had to show my brother for his birthday. We 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 had it live. We lit up. You know what I'm saying? Did the yep. damn thing. Held it down. 
You know what I'm saying? It's extravagant, y'all. You know, it was a beautiful weekend. Now we in February. It's the first. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you got a lot to be thankful for. So so we already started the year, and and the first month just went by and flew by real fast. You know what I'm saying? It was like 24 shots. Easy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now we got to particulate and still do the thing. Because all this music is getting ready to come out for this year. And we got to blast it up and live it. You know what I'm saying? But I am your host, DJ Vic Smooth. And my co-hosts are... Ari in the building. And the original Waterbeck, Kevin Kev. What's going on, my brothers? Oh, What's man, on, I'm brother? just chilling. You know, got to stay black. I'm sorry, I'm in a lab. Um, you know, when I come down here with, with my writing, this is where I come down here to do my writing. You know, I have to run around. And do, I, that's why I got a little dog. I need a, I need a haircut and a shade. That's why I got Bernie on behind me. So it kind of it kind of it takes it takes away from you know this Afro on rock. Ah, so, yeah. so you got so you got so you got head of state on the back. Here. I, I see, I see you, I see you. I, I see you, Kevy, Kev. Kev, I got you. I got you on this one. Look, love. Peace. No hair grease. <laughs> no, no hair grease. I might need some, though. Might you know, some. Yo, man, you just, know I, I can... it's been so much going on, fellas. I mean, the music scene, you know, right now is getting ready to start to pop off, you know. And it's still a lot of talk of the talk of the 50th, but now this is year 51 for hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's going down, and people is loving it. You know, and I'm like, I'm waiting to see exactly what we're going to have because all the, you know what I'm saying, all the, the the fellow rappers that started off is coming back. You know what I'm saying? And it's coming back at, at a hard, hard curriculum. You know what I'm saying? So for us as the rap candidates that does this show, you know what I'm saying? It's like you you, you look at it. And you look at it in a sense, it's like, yo, where are we now? Where, what are we up and coming for? Uh, you know you what know I'm saying? What? You know what? Nas, I think a month ago, or if I'm correct, a month ago or two months ago, he had mentioned that all of us that come from his era and also uh, the era right before him. Yeah, right, right before him. Like we did. Probably. Us, we need to come out. Because we gotta uh, bring, we gotta bring the essence of what hip hop was, uh, where the new generation don't know how to bring it because they didn't come from the beginning era of hip hop. Oh yeah. So we need we need to continue to bring it, and that's the same way with uh, any uh, movie production because we witnessed the movies that came out back when, and some of us were actually there to witness the productions, and we need to bring more stuff to the table now. To correct where we're losing off on on good uh, creative ideas. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, like I said, I'm the movie producer of this awesome talk, and um, I'm glad you gave some segue. So I'm gonna say like, I'm gonna do like this: three, two, one, action! Oh my God, Friday! 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 I submitted the script to the WGA, Writers Guild Association East. Uh, it's called Harlem Nights to Brooklyn Days. That was Friday. I hereby have my registration certificate right here 
that I received two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mazel tov. Congrats. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, 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 I like to see do. people achieving it. I had to zoom in real close. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And my brothers, I thank you. I, I said my brother, I was I was, you know, nervous because when I got the email, you know, I'm used to the email, well, thank you for submitting, but sorry, we already got this, or sorry, somebody's already done it, somebody's already, you know, you gotta retain the title, whatever. When they say thank you for submitting, we really appreciate your thing. Um, click on click, they email me my certificate. Yeah, no kidding. Click on the left. Can, huh? I can freezing up you. on them a bit. I can see you too. I can see you, Kev. I don't know, but they said they couldn't see you. I don't know. It may be because it's kind of dark, like a little dark on the end, but you know, but yeah, but I can see you, Kev. Yeah, but yeah, man, congratulations on that. Yeah, Mazel Tov. I'm thinking I say, yo, click on it, click on a link to download your registration certificate. My brother, oh, okay. I had to put on my glasses. What? Oh, what? What? Huh? What? Download what? Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Hey, <laughs> the first time out, man. Hey, you you ain't supposed to get nervous unless you uh, get a paternity test that says you are the father. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time you're supposed to get nervous when you when you go on Maury Maury. You know when you go on Maury's show, it's like ah, right, it's time to be nervous. I don't know if it's mine or not. I, I shouldn't even. Hey. I was actually I used to be concerned. You know, you know, I got so many. I, you know, some people, yo, you know, you get those letters, yo. Well, thank you for thank you for submitting. However, you know, we can't use it written, or we can't use it because the title has been taken. Our first shout out two days later. I got my certificate. Like today is Thursday. I submitted it Friday. I got my certificate Tuesday. So. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I mean, the main thing, though, man, I'm proud of you, man, for submitting that. And you got that back, man. You know, that's that's major congratulations, yeah, yeah. man, because like I said, right now, man, we're doing major things. You know, we've been on a script for, 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 you know, some some years now, you know, what I'm saying and definitely want to shout out the fish. Shout out to Fishbowl Radio. You know what I'm saying? For definitely doing his damn thing for this is year number 14, I believe. You know what I'm saying? And for me to be a part of that for three years, actually almost four years now. Yeah, actually almost four years now. You know, I, I congratulate them because, you know, we we, we we didn't came a long way. And shout out to Sammy for, for doing her thing, too. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, for her to for her to see my vision on what I wanted to do on the TV Cafe show, especially with hip hop, talking about the hip hop, coming from New York. Going live in New York, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, you know, when we first started, we was going live in Texas. And no. for the last couple of days, I admit, I've been meeting some artists and y'all about to start hearing some real heavy bangers. Some real, like okay. some real music. Not not, not no watered down elevator, supposed to be rap music that they call rap music. So, yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because, you know, the way I feel about certain mumble rappers nowadays, you know, and I, and I hear it, it feels, you, you, y'all gonna look at me like, yo, Vicky, crazy, you stupid for this. But when you hear all that mumble, jumbo, mumble rapping, right, you know how you got, you know, you, you, you know, you have, how you have diarrhea and you're on the toilet and it's like, blah, 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 blah. Yep. That, that's how it feels when you hear mumble rap, you know what I'm saying? So you sit on that toilet for a minute and be like, damn, man, it's, it's a hard day out here. It's hard for a pimp, but you know what I'm saying? But you sit there and right. it's mumbling out. 
That must be the new generation, because our generation, it was Jane Brown style in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, hey. you know, the, the thing the thing about it is, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate, and, and I congratulate all the new rappers that, 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 that does come out. But, yeah. you know, I just be honest. I'm not going to be fake about it. You know what I'm saying? If you let me hear your music and I, and I hear it, I'm going to tell you straight yeah. up and direct. You know what I'm saying? It might work for some of the younger dudes because, you know, mm-hmm. the mind is not full. The mind is there, but it's impressionable. So it's like, oh, yeah, I could follow that. That joint is hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus, right. versus a person that lived through all hip-hop since it started. You know what I'm saying? And then look at it now. It's like, yo, where do we go? You know? No, where do we go wrong? Exactly. So, what are we doing about it? for us to change it, you know what I'm saying? The the, 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 the older ones got to show the younger ones, really, you know what I'm saying, to make it. Because you got a lot of, you got a lot of people that will come out here and be like, yo, and they'll sound just like somebody else. And it's like, nah, I ain't feeling that. Sound you like know, yourself. Um, you're you're right in that aspect. However, these younger rappers have to be willing to listen. Uh, yeah. What the old rappers try to tell them, you know, these yeah. young rappers out there today, you can tell by the product that they you, you can tell by the, the music that they putting out. They're not listening to what the OG was teaching the original gentlemen, the original the OR, the original rappers. They're not trying to listen to what these older original rappers were trying to teach them. You know, but I, said, well, you well, you were DJ, yo, you're, I, yeah. you, you know, you were DJing I, yeah, with two turntables, mic, and a whole nine, and now you know yeah. you're doing what you're doing with you know, all this stuff, but somebody had to teach you that. Somebody had to teach you how to spin with two turntables and with diamond point needles and all this other stuff. And you listen. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Can, can you hear me? Uh, remember when I, I mean, mentioned to you uh, either last podcast podcast before last, I said we're gonna have to do our hip hop movie that's strictly based on the origins of hip hop and what real rapping was like in the streets at our time when it was raw and uncut. You had and we got to do some it. research because I'm surprised with, with 50 years of hip hop that hasn't been done yet. It's an awesome concept. Don't be wrong. It's an awesome it's, concept. It's, and that's, it's, that needs to be told. Yeah, but the thing is, we, we've done it, but we stepped away from it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you if you really think about it, we set it the trend. We started hip hop movies doing hip hop yeah. movies, but then it moved away from doing hip hop movies really about hip hop. And everybody started becoming actors from it. Well, you know, you know what, what I'm saying? Say yep. I'm going to say this to contribute uh, to the TV cafe on hip hop. As uh, far as a rapper or MC, your, gra- your greatest uh, uh, enemy as a rapper is yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of times you're going to be your own worst critic when it comes right. to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anybody else outside of you can be like, oh, man, he, he this or he that or what have you. But. Uh, like our, our our boys back in our time, and they're still living, and still popping to this day. Um, we critiqued ourselves, and once you did a good album, that one or two years back, you tried to outdo that album. That was your competition. Oh, yeah, not, exactly. Not and that's around you. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, man. Like, like, like when you do when you do all of that, man. It's like, yo, you gotta put the standpoint, you know. And I can still, I can still say, I can still see you, but 
my, my, my thing right. is when you put four and four together and two and two together, you know what I'm saying? And you come up with that crafting element, you're going to see exactly what's it about. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get like, like I said, when we take it to elevation points, we take it to the elevation points. And, you know, when we crafted in the studio, you know what I'm saying? No matter what you did, you sat in the studio and you was like, yo, I want to come out with this album. I want to drop this. I want to give something deep to the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we gave a lot deep to the music game. And that was the thing. It was mm-hmm. like, so, you know, it was so different. But the times then and the times now, you look at it, right? Yeah. And the album was like one of the best at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you go back then, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch the game up with just a few. You know what I'm saying? Like we first started off, Run DMC, right? Then, you know what I'm saying? You saw you saw uh, KRS come out, right? Yeah. Then after that, you saw, um, you know what I'm saying? Then you saw Ice-T. Then you started seeing Too Short. Then you started seeing NWA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's one of the things. And, you know, hold up a second. Y'all, y'all talk for a second. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me, Yeah, he said... I see y'all. Yeah, I see you guys. I don't know if Fishbowl's seeing me. I don't know. I don't know. We we may end up having to recall because of the difficulties. I don't I don't know what they're seeing at Fishbowl with the not yeah. I'm seeing. I'm seeing both of y'all. No, I can see all three of us. Yeah, I see all three of us. Exactly, I see all three of us. Yeah, Fishbowl, can you see us? Hear us? Yeah, I said, while, while Vic do his thing, like I said, you know, Vic is absolutely right. But once again, um, the artists out here, they have to be willing to listen to what we're trying to teach them. You know, I'm going to go to yeah. the point where every morning between 8 and 8.30 or mm-hmm. 8 and 8.45 now, there's, um, some right. there's some kids going to going to the various schools. And I say good morning, have a good day. Were you smart yesterday? Okay, well, we got to do be smart today. There's one young man that goes to a German school. So I said, you know what? Since you're going to the German school, I want you to yeah. teach me German. That's right. You know, you know, and he and believe it or not, he gets excited. I said, okay, how you say good morning? You know, how you say be smart? How you say how, you how say, was your weekend? How you say thank and you? I, 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 and I tell him, I say, listen, check this out. You're teaching me, so yeah, I'm never too mm-hmm. old to learn. And his dad is right there, and his dad mm-hmm. just lights up. But you, this young man, he see your, he see that I'm trying to learn. He went to Germany. Huh? He went to Germany. Who me? No, the young guy went to Germany. No, he's German and he goes to a German school. Okay, okay, okay. He's German. He goes to a German school. So I said, you know what? Because you're German, because you're going to a German school, you must speak German. He said yes. I said, okay. Well, you know what? I'm not too old to learn. Teach right. me some German. How do you say good morning? Guten Abend. You know, you can guten Morgen. How do you say um, be smart? Yeah. See and see and school. You know, and when he sees me learning, he gets excited. He's like, oh, shoot, I got this old guy that's trying to learn my language, and I'm only eight. It is biased. It inspires him. And the same thing with the rap game that's out here today. These young rappers, you got to check this out. Get out, reach out to these older rappers and let them inspire you 
to change the product of material that you're putting out on top of the fact that you just don't settle for the money. But that's yeah, another yeah. thing. If like that's a high beat, the beat is fire and a whole nine. You really you do what you what what make you call it? You, um gar garland music, what you call it? But mumble rap. Uh, you mumble, mumble rap. Oh yeah, yeah, mumble okay. rap. You mumble rapping, but you're not saying anything. Okay, no. Grant, you got a hundred thousand dollars, but you're not saying anything. And you know what do you I mean, if I was if I was a promoter and I had a rock I had an artist come through with this I said, Okay, check this out. It sounds good, but I want you to give me something that they're going to talk about 15 years later. Yeah. Right. And he, he or she going to leave me like, what are you talking about, Kev? What do you mean? What, what, what are you talking about? I said, yo, you know Biggie Smalls? Yeah. Yo, man, one of the greatest. You know Jay-Z? Yeah. Tupac? Yeah. KRS? Yeah. You ever heard of Grand Master Flash? Yeah. I see. So we're talking about them 50 years later. Yep. So what are, you, what are you going to put out when somebody can talk to you? I'm going I'm to lower, this, yeah. I'm gonna lower the, the year amount 10 years from now. Well, you put out something like, yo, remember, I remember when REA came out with, yo, February 1st, you know, 2024. They're going to remember the lyrics. Exactly. Hey, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be in 2034. But I remember the lyrics when, when REA put out the rap February, February 1, 2024. Yeah. But my mm -hmm. thing is this. Like, we can look back, right? And I'm and I, like I said, I, as I was calling it down, like I said, you had two shorts, you had NWA, you had Bismarcky come in, then you had, you know, then you had Luke, his crew, you know what I'm saying, crew coming in, and those are still memorable hits to now to nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And it don't matter what age you are, but as soon as you hear any of Luke's music, people dance to it no matter what age they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, some of the grandmothers and great grandmothers nowadays. Even though, you know what I'm saying, back then great grandmothers was older, but nowadays you got the grandmothers and the great, you know what I'm saying, and the great grand, and they out there busting it out to them Luke songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they in competition, and they in competition with each other, you know what I'm saying? And they and they just loving the vibe because they loving that song. Same thing with Back That Ass Up. You know what I'm saying? It's another song. But if you put that with a Luke song, Guarantee, yeah, you're going to see a lot of younger girls dancing. You're going to see a lot of grandmas dancing at that time, too. But you're going to see them work a little harder on the Luke song because it's, it's competition. It's just like it's like it's out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, even yeah, though those, those are two bangers. Now, younger, young girls out here now, they're going to be dancing to the music, not the lyrics. Yeah. With Uncle Luke and Trina and, you know, and, 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 and Too Short. We actually listen to the lyrics. Yeah. So if you got you, if you got these young girls out here, you know, well, I want to rock, I want to rock. They be they hit me, they, they'll start dropping like it's hot. Yeah. Like, well, what are they saying? Uh, uh, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I like to be. That's gonna be their response. I don't know. I like to be. So let's listen. But let's I mean, some, yeah, to put out some quality music. Yeah, but I mean, when you when you got the quality music though, and you got the quality song, and you got the quality words, that's what we was looking for each time we listen to music. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, right. the, the 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 criteria is limited because it's like, well, that kind of sound hot, but I don't know what the heck he said. You know what hey, I'm well, saying? Well, we come from the origins. Y'all gotta remember, we came from the origins when we didn't have hip hop. They don't know what it was like when we didn't have hip hop. Yeah. We had rappers in the hood. Yeah, I, I agree. But, hip, but they didn't get to see from the giddy up until now. Because 
we didn't have what we have now. They're, these guys are enjoying the uh, uh, at the mercy of all of the uh, invested time and effort and the soul put into hip hop in its beginning when we didn't have it. So when we yeah, got here, we got here. You're absolutely right. The thing is, they have a lot easier access mm -hmm. to produce quality. So Whereas when we came up, you know, when we came up, we had to make the mixtapes. We had to yeah. sell them out the trunk. You know, we yeah. had to have the, the club speakers. We had to tap into the electrical system. And where was that coming you know? from? That came from the underground because we had to we had to fight our way into this uh, the business in order exactly. to get our music. So, like, so, so, like I said, so they have a, they have it a lot easier, and they're not taking advantage mm -hmm. of, the, of, of this of the easiest, if, if that's a word, to put our quality. You guys music. are talking about. We put our quality music back about, in the day. Yeah. Huh? We no, we put our ahead. quality music back in the day. You know, where like I said, we had to put up, we had to build our own speakers. We had. Four, five, six, crazy oh, yeah. record. We had to have two or three turntables. We had to have we had to have extra fuses, you know, and, and, and things of that nature. Now you got a laptop. You download Virtual DJ. You have no excuse not to put out quality. And then once we put out, once we did our mixtapes, we had to make, we had to invest, you know, with the TDK or the Memorex mm -hmm. and yep. purchase the whole case and purchase the whole case and make about fifty or sixty copies of that of that same and mixtape then, and pull them out your trunk. And then you had to print out labels to put on your tape to make it look like it was like that little that little label maker thing. And then you had to and then you had the cover printer too. Yep. Yeah, with that little stick, you know, the kids the youth out there today, I don't want to call them kids. The youth out there today, they have it so easy. And they manage it. Yo, let's go back let's go back to the education system. You know, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. Let's go back to the educational system. We had to go to school. We had yeah. to go to the Encyclopedia Britannica. We had to go to the library. Mm -hmm. So now, did you today? All you gotta do is pick up their phone. Oh, and hold on. Let, let me say this while it's in my head. You were talking about school in the mm -hmm. early early days of hip hop when we were still creating the genres of what hip hop would be: the dance uh, hip hop, uh, the real rhyme hip hop. Uh, mm -hmm. We were watching that take place at its beginnings, not when it's already set in stone like it is now. Right. Yeah, but but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, me, let me let me bring this to the table, and I'm gonna take y'all back. I'm gonna take y'all way back for a minute. Yeah. Now remember when we was in school, right? So you knew the new music that was getting ready to come out. You was already hyped, whatever Friday or Saturday, what DJ you listened to on Friday and Saturday, right? Yeah. But hold up, this is this 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 is this is how you know you was a real true hip hop head. When you was in the cafeteria, no matter what time the cafeteria was open for you to be or your lunch period or whatever, mm. you had dudes beatboxing or banging on the tables the beat I, and rapping and flowing at the same time. I, that's what I was trying to say. People don't know the purpose of what beatbox was for. Yeah. They don't right. really know why that was there. You know what I'm saying? So when what you was there... That, and, what, made that, what made that Black Composition Notebook so popular... Is that that's what we wrote our rhymes in? Yeah, but think about it, <clears throat> Kev. That was where the graffiti. Because remember, the the, com the composition oh, books was the graffiti books because it was all graffitied graffiti. out, and you was like, yeah. "All right, that's and my it, rhyme book." That's, yeah, all that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I was starting from. We don't we don't have that nowadays. Y'all gotta remember. No, we don't. Lot, most most of hip hop 
the creativity involved as far as the, the, the instruments, the, the, the mixer, all that. It came because we had brothers that were broke and they became, they were creative and innovative in that creative thought. So mm-hmm. when they the mixer, we figured out how to keep the, uh, keep the needle on the turntable. We were being really creative with everything we did. Yeah. yeah. We did so much creativity no, because a lot, of us was, a lot of us was broke, so we improvised. And then on top I of that, if, if you didn't yeah. have no, if you didn't, it was easier to have your records in a milk crate than a, a, a box. Yep. A U-Haul box. Yep. Yep. <laughs> a U-Haul box <laughs> see, or a milk crate. See, see the now, thing about now, that, now, though. Now, on the computer, like you today. Like when 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 you see when you see the milk crates, right? Yeah. It held maybe about two hundred records in the milk crate, at yeah. least. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At least, yeah. And remember, really, it held more than two hundred because a lot of times, if you if you're a real 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 DJ to the fullest, you had doubles in one vinyl case. All right, let me ask you this. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this, Vic. You had the doubles. Let me ask you, Vic and Kev, what was what was the law of of don't do's when you had vinyl? What would ruin your vinyl? Or laying, sure. them, laying them flat, laying them flat, right? Laying, laying them, them leaving them, leaving them out to collect dust. And yeah. the other one, yep. what what would what would warp your uh, vinyl? Heat. Heat. I'm gonna say so. You, you couldn't have saying? your vinyl in the garage if the garage was hot. Nope. Right, heat. That's so you guys don't know about that. Yeah. Well, hopefully, and, I, and I hope hopefully, hopefully, hold that's listening to the show. Be like, oh wait a minute, huh? wait a minute, hold on. Really? That's how they really got down? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But if you look at it, man, and you and you see all the you know the good mains and the and the mm-hmm. good deeds, you know what I'm saying? You can put all that together and be like, yo. But when you had those vinyls in those crates, now mind you, them crates would warp after a while because the records were so heavy, it'll mm-hmm. wear the crate down. So then they would start breaking, but you know what I'm saying? But when you first get the crate, they they strong enough and tough to hold it. But when it's yeah. like when it's when it, when it adds up for like months and the years and time, it starts cracking up and breaking. Yo, because I, the yo, crate yo, is actually fading out. I gotta share this one. When we used to DJ, we used to look for specific crates. Like mm-hmm. the Dairy Falls crates, those yeah. were the yes. strongest crates to have. Because oh, they were yeah, double yeah. thick. They were double the thick. One, even the ones that had the little metal rims at the corner. Yeah. yeah. They were double thick. Like, and, we, and for those that listen to the show, you know what I'm saying? We didn't buy these crates. We, we, uh, went in the back of the building. We found them. You went in the back of the building. You went in the back of the building. It was whatever you found them because a lot yeah. of times, a lot of times, see, this, this is how we were, how we was as a hip hop youngins. If you saw him in front of the store, if you saw him just laying there, you picked mm-hmm. it up, brought it home, right. and you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and started putting your vinyl in it. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember back in the days, it was hard as hell to carry a backpack full of vinyl because your back would be like, yeah, you could forget about it. You know what I mean? And I used to do that. You and know what I'm saying? If you go to vinyl main. Exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But see, the thing is, the thing is, I used to when when I first started. Hold up. But when I first started, yeah, I used to go to Vinyl Mania. I used to go to Crazy Eddie. I used to go to the Wiz. I used to go to um the Beat Factory. I used to go to Music Factory. 
You know what I'm saying? I used to go all of them stores. Yeah. But then once I started and, getting and, known. And don't have, and don't have $200 pocket. You don't go nothing. Exactly. So when I finally got known, I wasn't going to the record store and buying them no more. I was going to the record labels, getting the records personally from them oh, they were themselves. Sending directly, huh? They would send it to me directly, or I would well, go to the record well, company well, themselves and go well, get it. Well, you know what I'm saying? You party in clubs. Yep. And you know, the thing was, I used to go to Def Jam. I used to go to Interscope. I used to all these record labels you could think of. I, I used to walk in and yo, Vic, yo, what's up, DJ Vic Smooth? Yo, then I I be handed like boxes and boxes of vinyl and I and I got my backpack on me and I'm carrying these vinyls in my hand and in the backpack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. I would take the train and I would and, and you know what I'm saying. I would take the train because I was a youngin. I would take the train all the way to Manhattan and go to all of these record companies. <laughs> hey, hey, another thing too. These guys don't know that. Back then, in the early stages, we didn't have studios, so we had to we had to be innovative. We took a closet that we weren't using that had enough yeah. space to drop mm -hmm. a mic down from the top, and then also if you could uh, run put to the a cushion company, phone, right? You can you could either get go to a company with throwing away phone and cork up the whole entire closet so that you would have be soundproof, and uh and then you did your thing at that point. Yeah, but remember, right now. remember, 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 we used to glue it, we used to glue the yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, we used to glue the back. We used to glue the back and then staple it. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay, you know, and, I, and, and believe it or not, it sounds. Yeah, well, it's, it's, you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's just freezing up on you just a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get close to the signal because I'm using Wi-Fi. Just, 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 oh, okay. And, yeah, because yeah, the, the, the signal is glitching a little bit. You know, it's soundproof. You know, I come yeah, out here mm -hmm. with my music. I come out here with my with my writing. You know, I come out here and, and y'all said I've been I've been doing some karaoke and singing some live band. I come out here mm -hmm. and rehearse. You know, it's soundproof down here, and I, I don't bother nobody. Matter of fact, I come out here and smoke my cigar. I get, I get my sip on. As you see, I'm watching TV. You know, but like you said, you you made it soundproof because we couldn't afford it. Yeah, we couldn't afford no studio. Yeah, 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 exactly. No oh, studio. I said, yeah, we couldn't afford hey, no hey. equipment. You had to be able to uh, filter out any uh, outside sound, and especially when you were in the closet, you had all the car noise, police, gunshots, uh, people cussing, people fighting uh, in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So when you booth and when you uh, uh, when you foamed and corked that shit out real nice, and you couldn't get no other sounds other than the person's voice, that's when you got it. And then if you could afford a uh, a microphone that will act, do you have the extra filter on it? You were good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you just go Nowadays, and edit your vocals. Like I said, well, like I said, with the movie producing part that I'm doing right now, with the stuff I've been involved with movie producing, the mics are so daggone sensitive. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't learn this until I got deeper into the industry. I'm, I'm not deep where yeah. I want to go right now. But I'm deep enough where I'm like, yo, dad, these mics are so sick, and they so small, you can't even see them. Hey, yeah, they so small, yeah, and yeah, they, pick, yo, my brother, and they pick up everything. Kev, Every little thing that. it picks up. I'm gonna add on to Every. that because we had a chick, we had a chick that could sing, uh, and and she was in the booth by herself. She waited on us to give her feedback, but we had to walk to the uh, closet to tell her verbally, uh, we get ready to mm -hmm. start. Uh, and she accidentally farted while it was recording. So <laughs> picked it up. Yeah. That's how sick if it was. Yeah. I was so embarrassed for the chick. But I mean, like, so I mean, and think about so, it, man. 
if y'all look at it right, and y'all look at the eighties, right, yeah. versus the nineties, and, and, and I want to get both of y'all opinions on this. Y'all had the eighties versus the nineties, right? Yeah. Now pick your eighties hit and pick your nineties hit and, and and see how it co- coincides. And had you like, yo, I'm ready to go to this party. I'm ready to see this. Like, I'm ready to, because I, I could tell you from my parties from start from beginning to end, and I could tell you like, yo, I remember this and I remember, and I mean, and this is when I was at my brother's party last week Friday too, because it was it was they was breaking down all the joints, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? All the joints that was like, damn, I was fire, and I ain't heard that in a minute. And I'm sitting and I'm like, yo, this is how music is. It didn't matter what genre it was. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. made you, it made you, you know what I'm saying? And that's the point. DJs is supposed to get you a vibe, you know what I'm saying? Get you live and crunk. Now, He's don't get me wrong. Some, D, some, D, shit, some, some DJs get you in a zone, but then you got some DJs that, that be caught in the middle and they repeat the same song you already played. And it's like, yo, dog, don't, 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 don't do that. Cause now you just messed up the momentum at the party. It's like, yo, we already heard that. You know what I'm saying? Cause there was a few times last week I was like, yo, what the hell? I already heard that. Why are they playing that? I heard that. Hey, listen, did you just play that? I was at it, about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened. I'm like, yo, hold on, wait a minute. We okay. Half hour, forty five minutes later. Hold on, we just heard that. Yeah, it was really good. A DJ so, is supposed this guy. He's supposed to he or she. But you got some out there. Yeah. You got some women out there doing. Shout out to you as well. But. They're supposed yeah, to get you sure. off your feet. Of course. You know, like with, with, right. the, with the Paradise Garage, you know, with the with the baby, with the house music and the baby power on the floor and all the good, or the, or the roller <laughs> rings. You know, they're supposed <laughs> to get you on the floor. You know, to do your thing. They don't want yeah. you get. They don't want you getting up and then you know getting your boogie off for like two or three minutes and then go sit back down. They want you to keep you on the dance floor. Yeah. A no real doubt. DJ should or keep you rolling around the skating ring. No when, you go, when you do go home, like, yo, listen, I'm taking a shower, I'm going to bed. Exactly. But the thing hey, is, you- man, the thing is, like, when you got three sets of DJs, right? This, this is why back yeah. in the day, we didn't do three sets of DJs or two sets. Of, we nah. only do two sets. But nowadays, you'll see it'll be a little click, a little crew, and they'll have, like, two or three different DJs. But at the same time, if you ain't paying attention, this, this is your job as a DJ, even though you, you come in as a crew. You supposed to remember exactly each song that your boy played. That that's if that's exactly. if you had a that's if you had a seasoned DJ, uh, one that lived the art of DJ. Yeah, but no, if we were if we were a crew, yeah. you know what I'm saying. If you were a crew, you supposed to be on point every time. You ain't supposed to repeat a yeah. song that this person played or repeat a song that person played. You, you feel me? That's when when you was a crew, you had to you had to keep a memory. You had to keep a mindset. Like I remember one year, I'm gonna I'm tell you. I remember one year, I hired a DJ crew. I had my whole squad. We did this party, right? I got paid for it, right? Got paid mm-hmm. big money for it, right? And I'm sitting there, and I got four DJs with me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the crazy part is, I let all I let all of them rock. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, even though everybody was there to really see me, I still gave my boys mm-hmm. props and let them rock. You know what I'm saying? Right, I let right. them DJ. I let them do their thing. They came on. You know what I'm saying? And everybody was still waiting for me to get on. Like, I started it. I stopped. I let them get their play. You know what I'm saying? And when they was in it, they was like, yo, Vic, man, you got all these new records and stuff that we ain't even playing. I'm like, yo, I'm like, play what y'all play. I said, but I guarantee you, once I get on, I said, I'm not going to play none of the songs each and every one of you play. And I'm right. sitting there like, yo, Vic, how you got to how you going to remember that? I said, watch, watch and learn what right. I do. So that night, I got four. 
Yeah. I got four DJs, feel me? You know what I'm saying? Four extra DJs with me, right? Okay. So, so this the first DJing. Yeah, so you was DJing. Okay. So I'm sitting there. So I so my boy, you know what I'm saying? He went first. I let the youngin go first. I was like, all right, do your thing. He did his thing for an hour. Then the next person came on for an hour. The next person didn't play the same songs he played. He got in his groove. You know what I'm saying? Had the people dancing. Then the third person came on. You know what I'm saying? Did his thing. He never played with the other person played because I was like, yo, watch and learn. I was like, if you, I said, if you mess up, I said, people going to sit down. I said, you're going to lose your audience. Bam. Next person came on, which is my boy. Me and him is close to age. And he rocked it. He rocked it for an hour and a half. And he was like, yo, Vic, you about to get on, man? And I was like, yeah. So next thing I got on. So I took it to a whole nother level in music. And it was like, oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? And I rocked it for like four hours after that. And everybody nice, was like, yo, Vic. Nice. It was like, yo, how, they was like, yo, Vic, yo, how you can. They was like, yo, what, what, what was you thinking the whole time when we rocked our four hours and you did your whole set four hours by yourself? And they, they was like, yo, mm -hmm. you had the party dancing nonstop. Like nobody got off the floor. And mm -hmm. I was like, yo, when you're a DJ, you have to know, you have to have the ear, you have to have the buzz to give the people to make them okay, feel man. and be like, yo. You, you got to give the people what they want. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, know, you can't you can't go in there and say, "Yo, check, I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this." Okay, fine. You're gonna play that, but other uh, people are is a party jumping. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, back yeah. then, I went in with the mindset, you know, check this out. I want to get the party jumping, but I'm thinking long term. So when my so, party is over, when, I, when my party is over and done with, they're gonna just your water bed. When's your next event? When's your exactly. next event? When's your next so, event? And they're gonna tell the us the difference. Friend, yo, what about Kev's event? So and so and so and so, blah 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 blah. He have the next event. So and so and so and so, and that's gonna boost your that's gonna boost your following. As a exactly. DJ, you going there with, with their mindset. But yeah. call, as a real yeah. DJ, we going there mindset. Exactly. So, what everybody noticed, there was like, so everybody noticed my setup. The, nowadays, you ain't got no damn setup. Everything's on a computer. Yeah. So I knew exactly where all my records was at. I knew where artists, whatever, had it lined up, right? You were crazy. Now, was in. matter of fact, you had you had a plan. You knew what crazy was in. Yeah. You knew what crate the record was in. You knew what, what, what you was looking for. Right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Yeah. You had that set up. So and so and so and so and follow and so. What what was around us was nothing but crates, right? Yeah. DJ systems in the middle. All the crates is around us, right? So yeah. as we're sitting and DJing, and as I'm DJing, they like yo Vic. You know, you know. But the thing about it, if you're if you if you was ever a DJ back in the day, you knew to keep your label on top. You knew exactly mm -hmm. what the artist, what the record label was, whatever, whatever. You knew the name. Now some people had it upside down where you had no label, and it was just the white oh, yeah, and yeah. you know what a record just comes out at, right? Yeah. I would have it where the record just comes out at. Some other people will have it where, it, where you see the label in the back and you saw the name of the record. I never yeah. had it like that. I had it where I just went to sleep. I knew what I was pulling out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. I always kept and I always kept my doubles. You know what I'm saying? And I used to keep my doubles in one sleeves. You know what I'm saying? So I would just pull out, boom, boom. And these people was well. like, so some people will pull out the record and be like, and they'll pull the whole case out and be like, oh, okay, this is the same record. This is the double. That's what people do, you know what I'm saying, when they, when they don't know. When they saw what I knew, they was like, yo, Vic, man, how the hell you just dug it, pulled it out, and just kept it going? And you know what I'm saying? And you never lost a touch. You never lost a scratch. You never lost a beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You knew when to Vic. blend it in. Yep. 
That's what we call you know, setting up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they ain't, to, they ain't just setting up the speaker. They ain't just setting up the turntable. Yeah. It's setting up your genre of music for that particular right. event. Before the, first like, guests come, before the first guest comes to the door. So you already had a genre. What you going to play? What you going to start off with? And a whole nine. Customized you know, I said, then on top of that, the speakers, the speakers we got out there today, they're Bluetooth. You ain't got to run no wires. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, that's actually nice. That's I mean, nice. You know, it's convenient. Actually, it's convenient. It's convenient. But it's convenient. think about it. The, the the thing about Bluetooth headphones sometimes when you playing a certain loud uh, a loud music, the Bluetooth mm -hmm. will knock out. Yeah. Now that wire that wire that you had back in the day that was a landmine where you plug it in yeah. and mm -hmm. it kept it going and it wouldn't. Only way it'll stop if the like the speaker wire popped out of the back. That's how you lost your connection. That was it. Or you don't have a ground wire and it start buzzing. Exactly. So right. my thing is this: when when you had those Technique twelve hundreds or whatever whatever turntable you have, I had the professional twelve hundreds, right? Yeah. And you had the per you had to have the perfect slip mats on your turntable. If you didn't yes, have the perfect sir. slip mats, you would mess up your record. Yep, uh, and actually, if you go to Scratch and then had a slip, didn't have those on there, uh, the mother, the, the whole LP is a slide right off. Right, yep. Vic, correct me if I'm wrong. When you got into start DJing, you would go out there and buy the twelve hundred. You went out and buy what you can afford, and you listen oh, and yeah. you learn. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, hold up, hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell you exactly when I first started DJing. My first turntable was Technique twelve hundreds. Okay, mine, mine weren't. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I know. I ain't had 1200 money. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was there too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Radio okay. Shack. Okay. Radio Shack has something to offer. Yeah, Radio Shack <laughs> has something to offer. But when I first got uh, my first turntables, it was Technique 1200s. And okay. sometimes, you know, sometimes when you got that hunger, sometimes when you early in that age and early in that stage, I couldn't yeah. afford it, man. I really couldn't. I'm going to high school. I'm working at McDonald's. I'm, you know, I'm, you know. I'm trying to be an athlete. Yeah. I'm trying to play music. Hey. Yeah, listen. I know. That's what I, bro. I went out and I was like, I'm getting those. I'm, I'm yeah. getting that. Like, hey, you know what? It, hey. it was no, it was no, it was no if ands or buts. Like, like a lot of times when you got to hustle, like if you know how to sell clothes, you know how to sell. Bro. I, I was a person that just made money, and I was like, right, I'm getting those. And then once, once I got to the point, I was like, yeah, I got it, I got it. I ain't even look back. And then I started making money. Yeah, that again. I agree. Once I got him, you know what I'm saying? Once I got him, I'm like, yo, listen, I'm not looking back. I'm good now. Yeah. Can't tell well, me I'm nothing. Glad, hey, I'm glad you said something about McDonald's. Mcdonald's don't know how much we represented them through all them hard times. And, uh, all them hard times, man. Cats were running, grabbing I'm, 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 tell, I'm telling my age, with the, 99 cent, with, the, with the 99 cent 99 cent Big Mac or the two-for-one yeah. deal. The two-for-one deal. Yep. So I get it. You know they just came back with that uh what was that uh double the double uh Big Mac. I ain't never seen no, none of that. You said it I, used to be. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, now I'm gonna tell you how much we represented McDonald's and Burger King. So hold up. So let me so let me so let me bring this back old school story. Oh, you guys know back you got the White Castle in there too. You got the White Castle. Yeah, White oh. Castle, but White, but White Castle was good too. We represented White Castle, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how much I'm, I'm gonna tell you how much love Burger King had for me. Because never, mo never, matter of fact, never most people ever saw this in life, but it happened. So one year, Burger King, you know what I'm saying? I used to go to Burger King right here on Northern Boulevard, right? Yeah. And it was the big Burger King. It wasn't a small, but it, this joint was big, big. So one year, 
you know what I'm saying? I knew the manager and the manager saw me from my come up in my DJ days. He saw me from my come up to like, where I, where I was like, kind of, you know what I'm saying? When I was famous, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this dude was like, yo, Vic, I, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah, what's up? He was like, yo, you always came to this Burger King. You always represented. You always brung a crew. They always spent like good kind of money. He was like, yo, I really want to do an event here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? In Burger King? Like, because it had a lot of space in there. So it was like, he was like, yo, can you come through? He was like, I'll pay you whatever you want, whatever you, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I, he was like, yo, can you DJ here one night for me? And I was like, are you serious? And he's, he's like, yo, I, I kid you not. He's like, can you DJ here for me? He was like, he's like, yo, he said, you see the wall right there? You got the whole setup where you have nothing but space there. He was like, yo, can you give us up? Because they was open 24 hours. So he was like, yo, can you give me a night of, you know what I'm saying, like, and, and this was like back in the nineties. I was like, yo, I said, sure. I was like, yo, what's up? Whatever you, I said, whatever you want. I said, I got you, you know? So I came through, he paid me this big, large amount of money. And you know what I'm saying? And my crew that was actually just carrying my records for me, they got paid. They ate something too. But this dude re- literally knew me and was like, yo, I'm a, I'm a sponsor you and promote you and have you do a party. Like, and we partied all night. I DJ pretty much damn near all night at Burger King. And this is the first time, and I mean, when we was rocking, everybody was looking at it, it was like, yo, Vic, yo, that's you, oh, snap, yo, da, 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 I know him, and so people was like, yo, Vic, I ain't believe, I knew you DJ, but I ain't know you was doing it like this, and da, 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 so we in Burger King, and people was walking in, like, regular customers just walking in, oh, snap, they start dancing and stuff, and it was like, yo, then they had the little kids room where you can go have the kids play, and you yeah. know what I'm saying, and... I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, yo, I'm making all this money at Burger King right now. And I'm not even working for Burger King. They paying me to come here and DJ. So I spoke to, I spoke to my, um, I spoke to, I spoke to the manager. I said, yo, I said, yo, this joint is so popping. I said, hold up. I said, why don't we do this like every Friday night? Mm-hmm. So the dude looked at me and was like, yo, Vic, you know what? You're right. He said, yo, he said, yo, we packed tonight. He's like, yo, we're selling out of food. Like, normally, we don't sell out of food. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we have some good day. He's like, yo, we selling out of food. People coming in here dancing. And they getting their grub on. So he was like, yeah. So he was like, yo, let's do this every Friday. He said, yo. So that's when I was like, yo, you already paid me this time. You know what I'm saying? He was like, nah. He said, I got to pay you more. He said, yo, because we sold out of food. He was like, yo. He said, when I call my... Yeah, he was like, yo, when I call my boss tomorrow, he said, we're going to do another reorder. So... That's so he up. started telling his boss, like, yo, every Friday, I'm going to have the DJ come in. He said, oh, you got a DJ there? He said, oh, that's why you sold out all of it. He said, yes. Was he said, yo, that was Burger King. So the owner of the spot was like, yeah. really? You sold out all the food? He said, yo, he said, yo, you just had an order two days ago. He said, yo, all the meats is gone. All this is gone. Our french fries is gone. He said, you know, the fountain drinks is almost gone. It's like almost towards the end. So he was like, so he told the guy, he said, yo, I want to do this every Friday. He said, he said, yo, we have the, yo, he said, this is the first time we ever had the best sales. He said, come on. He said, yo, we almost sold out of food. He said, I paid DJ. Yeah. So he was like, so the, so, so the owner of the, of the Burger King was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Cause I knew the manager, but the owner of the Burger King was like, yo, you know what? If you're doing it like that, he said, you're going to do this every Friday. He said, yo, we got to come up with a bigger budget so we can pay the DJ. And if we're selling out a food like that, we're going to order double food. 
So this way they can have everything for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So they started ordering extra food. So every Friday it would go down. So pretty soon, the manager that knew me so well was like, yo, Vic, he was like, I don't know if this might kill you, but can we do this Friday and Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm with I'm like, I'm getting paid. I'm with it. I'm like, like you want you put money in my pocket to do something. Hold up. Or you put money in my pocket to do something that I love doing. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. So the dude was like, so then the dude calls the bait, you know what I'm saying? The main owner of it. He's like, yo, we killing so much on Friday. Let's do it Friday and Saturday. So the owner was with it because it's making him money. He was like, yo, if we're selling almost close to selling out on food like that. I said, heck yeah. He said, we're open 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? So I would come in, you know what I'm saying? I would come in about Friday nights, you know what I'm saying? School and all that. So I would come in about like 7 p.m. And it rock all the way up until maybe about like five or six in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Oh damn! Then into the daylight. Yeah. So then it was over twenty four hours. So it yeah, it was over twenty four hours. So it was it didn't matter. So then Saturday. So when we started doing the Saturdays, I come in at four p.m. It rock it all the way to like four a.m. or six a.m. Ah damn! But I'm sure that was a lot of fun though. But but, but the way the, but the, the way the money but the way the money was coming in, it was like yo and. Mind you, a couple months later, my grandma takes me to a college, right? 
And it was funny. My grandma had got sick. My auntie was with us too, right? But it took her church took us to these colleges. And it was funny because I went to the college that Lords of the Underground went to. Ah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So they had this big it, I, it was it was crazy how I went because I went on the weekend that they was having this big party event. So knowing me, I'm a DJ. I'm like, yo, I'm going, I'm going to this party. All of a sudden, as soon as I get to this party, who's the first person I meet? Lords of the Underground's DJ. He comes in his DJ in the party, and I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, snap. I'm like, yo, what's up? So he's like, oh, okay. He said, yo. So the funny thing is, I'm young. I'm about 16, mm-hmm. 17. You know what I'm saying? He's already out, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and famous with Lords of the Underground. So Lord Jazz is like, yo. So I'm standing by him with the, at the at the turntables, and I'm like looking at the party. I'm seeing all these girls dancing. And he's like, yo, you getting ready to go to college? And I'm like, yeah, in like another two years, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting ready to go to college. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, you, you plan on coming here or you just scouting out and deciding on where you're going to go? And I was like, man, I said, really? I said, I want to do what you're doing. I said, that's what I love. So he yeah. was like, oh, you would. So he was like, yeah, he said, yeah, he said, I kind of heard of you. He said, you kept saying your name is Vic Smooth, right? And I said, yeah. He said, he said, yo, he said, matter of fact, he said, I'm like, I'm going to give you a break. So I'm going to let you rock on the turntables for a minute. <laughs> I'm like, word, me? Like, Damn. so I get on. I'm sitting there. I'm showing out. I'm like, so he saw, he was like, damn, you really do got skills. Like, yo, hold up. Time out. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he's like hyping my name up at the crowd. He was like, yo, if you see this dude anywhere in New York City and blah, 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 blah his name is DJ Vic Smooth and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm DJing. He let me, he let me kick it for like about 40 minutes. And I was like doing my thing for the 40 minutes, right? I ain't playing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, I didn't play nothing he played. I played everything different. You know what I'm saying? But you, but you remember what he played. Exactly. Yeah. So then when he gets back on, me and him still talking and stuff. And he's like, yo, shorty, you know. He's like, I like your style. I like your ski. He's like, I like your steez. He was like, yo, keep doing what you're doing. He was like, yo, he said, anytime I have an event out here, and back then we had beepers. We ain't have the cell phones yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he was like, yo, I'm going to give you my beeper number. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, and he took mine, and he was like, yo, anytime I come out here and do a party for the college, I'll call you. He said, I'm going to see if you can make it out here. I know you're underage, but he was like, we'll link up and figure out ways, you know what I'm saying, how we can get you out here. Yeah, and I told him I said, "Yo, I said my parents ain't got no problem with." It. I said, "My parents will bring me out here." I said, oh, "I said only reason I came out here this time, I said, because my grandmother, you know, with her church, I said they had, you know, for me to check out colleges because I'm getting ready to co- go to college in the next few years." And he was like, yeah, "That's cool, man." He said, "Yo, keep your head, keep level headed. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing your DJ work." And from there, you know what I'm saying? And I, and and you know, Jam Master J, I knew Jam Master J too, so it was. It was one hand against the other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as you're a DJ, you got to link up with other DJs and meet other DJs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And link up with DJs that's better than you. Mm-hmm. Don't be stagnant with what DJs, producers, <clears throat> R&B singers, rappers, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. Link up with those individuals that's better than you and <laughs> learn from them. That's what I love about the DJs is because they were in the position to meet uh, artists such as singers that, that looking for a deal or looking to hook up with somebody to get to the studio. 
and the same as the rap artists. And a lot of them guys had incredible talent. And if you were the first to get your hands on them, you would take advantage of that and try to put them in the right path. Yeah, yeah. Like people with, with the movie stuff going on, like I yeah. said, with Honor Among Thieves and Slimmer Dying Best Die, you know, shout out to yeah. Joe C. Grant for bringing me to that, to that, into that world, into this world, not that yeah. world, into this world. You know, I've networked and I'm always learning. I got my cousin Jason, you know, I've known for 20 years, he worked at Spike, you know, yeah. yeah. Bridget, you know, with another director for a couple of projects I'm a part of, you know, um, for Blood Money. You know, but I'm learning, and because like I say, like Vic had that passion to learn how to DJ. He listened to other DJs, this and the third. Yeah. I'm listening to other these producers. I'm listening to these directors. Shout out your happy belated birthday to my man Fetty. You know, I was at his birthday party celebration last week. But they they exposed me to stuff that I'm. I, this is my passion now. This is my second career. You know, I mean, I'm I, glad I, this, you said this that. Not, this, ain't, yo, or, this ain't even work. This is a this it's a job. But it's a job that I'm having fun doing. And well, I say that say this. I say that to say this, when it came to um, blood money, I have to think about it. I got so many projects that's going on right now. I went to handle blood money. I'm upstate New York, and Fetty said, yo, Kev, I need to do some gunplay, and weapons, excuse me, weapons handling for this project in upstate New York. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can't pay your whole bunch for the independent film. I said, okay, say no more. I get yeah. up there, the sound man, remember how I told you about this mic is so sensitive? The sound guy it's like, yo, I should have known it was you. I'm like, what are you talking mm -hmm. about? He said, yo, they said the guy, the guy that does the weapons for so-and-so and so-and-so, so he's on his way. He said, I, when you walk, I should have known it was you. Fast forward, when we filmed, everything was all successful. We closed out. The director said, yo, Kev, I got a couple, I got some, a couple more projects that I'm working on. That and I'm, I'm, Thank you for doing what you did. I really appreciate it. I wish I had could have paid you some more. He said, he said, but I got some other projects that I'm working on that I want to work yep. with. I said, okay, great, fantastic. Here, take my number. She says, I got your number. The producer gave me your number before you got here. So, when yeah. him being DJs, it's, it's teaching the craft, me being producer and director, teach, teach me. Well, it's, it's, it's still a craft, whether, whether it's DJing, whether it's movie producing, whether it's being a rapper, whether it's being an R&B singer, it's still a craft in the entertainment yeah. world. So, these people have helped me learn my craft, my new craft. And you should never be stagnant. I'm, I mean, I, it's ironic that it's, it's Hitsfield making a Motown and playing in, my back, in the background behind my screen, behind me. It's, yep. um, Barry Gordy is known for saying, when you, in the entertainment business, you cannot be stagnant. Nope. You want to be stagnant. Not at all. Let me ask you this, Kev. Yo. And I'm asking, this question I'm asking you because this, this is directed towards uh, anybody that's given up on their talents or had challenges where they... They were unable to commit to uh, what they've always wanted to do, like me and Vic has done to got to this mm -hmm. point, but and as well as yourself. But how does it feel right now to do what you've always wanted to do and been and and finally here it is where you're actually doing it? How does it feel now? Yo, REA really like I, said, I got to shout out Joseph to you and Jim because I didn't I didn't think this was gonna be my next career. I really didn't. We had a local watering hole, Essence Bar and Lounge here in Brooklyn, smoking cigars in the backyard and just talking. He said, I got your cab. I got this project to live and die in Fed Style. I want you to be a part of. I'm like, okay, yeah. what's me a part of? He's like, I want you to be a producer, so and so and so and so, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, let me see some numbers. Let me see a script because that's my name. You know, it's not about the monetary value of, the, of this situation. It's about my name. My name is all I got. No matter what happened, when I came out, mm -hmm. when I came out that, you used, you're already, when I, use your word, when I came out that portal, I, yeah. had, but I, had, I had nothing. 
when the big man upstairs take me home, I'm going home with nothing. So right. I said, that's my name. I'm not going to put my name on just anything. So when I when I read the script, I told Joe, I said, check this out. Y'all ain't leaving. If you ever if you ever talk to Joe, if you, think, if you ever see Joe at the Crown, whatever, yo, yo, what's yeah. Kevin's favorite line? He said, Y'all ain't leaving me. Y'all ain't leaving Joe. me. Then Honor mm-hmm. Thieves came out, and like I said, then I got I got hired to do Blood Money, you know, and that, that inspired me to do that inspired that writer's gene. Rest in peace of my mother. She used to write. Yeah. So now all the stuff that's going on in my world right now, it inspired that writer's gene. And I'm 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 a, yes, I'm gonna advertise again to where I got a registered certificate from the Writers Guild of America for oh, a project nice. that I that I yeah. that's, my first, that's my first one. You know, so it's it's a passion and that you gotta be willing to learn. You can't you can't stay stagnant, you can't. You know, in a medical field, in a computer field, those industries mm-hmm. in the pharmaceutical field. You have to stay on your game if you want that money to keep coming in, like uh, like you come. <coughs> so yeah. So in the summarize your question, Aria, it's amazing. It's awesome. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm still on cloud nine, like the temptation, but I'm still on cloud nine because I, I submitted this. I submitted this manuscript Friday, mm-hmm. and I got my registration certificate Tuesday, three days later. So you got Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I because I say Saturday, three days later because Saturday and Sunday you don't count Saturday and Sunday. So I submitted nope. it Friday and I got an email. You got it Tuesday. Tuesday. I got yep. it Tuesday, and I'm like, I'm telling yo fam, I'm telling everybody, I'm calling people, I'm texting people, I'm, I'm yo listen, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm you, you, we got it already. We yo Kevin, you just sitting there. I said, oh my bad, I'm sorry. You know, as a matter of fact, I also got to add to the podcast, I, and I apologize. The live and die in bed style. The five-part series that's streaming on Tubi has so far got a million views. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty. I it's feel only been out for five months. It's only been out for five months. So, yeah, my, my, my thing is this, Kev. Let me ask you this. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, we because I, I, you know, I always bring this up because you know me and you, when we go to the lounge, we have hardcore <laughs> conversations. <laughs> but, yeah. When I said to you, I was like, yo, Kev, where do you see yourself in the next year or two years? And what is your motto for this movie industry? What is your motto? What, what, what is the strength that you're going to put to this movie motto? And what is your genre of thinking of where it's going to be in the next 10 years? And what did you say? I said, and I quote, what Jay-Z did for music, I don't want to do for movies. Mm-hmm. And brothers and, and everybody this podcast is starting to come fruition. And, and the funny thing is, when I asked him that, I kept making him repeat it the whole day so he wouldn't forget it. <laughs> and when I got and when I was a guest on his show, I had forgot yeah. just that quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I was a guest on the show, you know, back in September of last year, well, not last year, September of yeah. 2023, you know, I mean 2022. 2022, you know, yep. Right, 2022. He said, yo, 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 uh, your aunt. I said, what up, nephew? He said, when we was at the crown, and I'm like, yo, nephew, we smoking, we drinking. I said a lot of shit. <laughs> I mean, he said, no, I'm talking about the movie thing. I said, uh, I said a lot of about Jay. Oh, I, I can tell you this. I couldn't imagine all of us here on this podcast. This wasn't even in my imagination of doing a podcast. But the fact yeah. that we all have been doing this and we're still alive and we still got major ideas that have not come to fruition yet, uh, mm-hmm. it's amazing. 
it's amazing that we're able to do this right now. So See, when I was I'm gonna tell you the, when I was a guest on the show, I'm real quick. When I was a guest on the show, I thought that was gonna be it. You know, I don't like I don't like to you know put all my eggs in one basket. I don't want to say okay in two years I'm gonna be so and so and so and so. Yeah, this is what I yeah, want to yeah. do. But I never expected to be a co-host on a TV cafe show over almost like almost what a two it'll be two years in September. Two years in I September. Never, I never thought see, see the funny the funny thing about that was I remember this conversation like it was yesterday. This is back in two thousand. I want to say, damn it, damn it's been that long. Was, this this is a conversation. No. Oh, is, no, I'm going, I'm going before that. This is a conversation okay. that happened in 2016 with me and Kev. We was in back of we was in back of Essence. We was in back of Essence. It was freezing cold that night. Like it, yes, the, the, it was it was so cold. It was like your you see you seen your breath and everything move at the same time, and you saw your words talking because that's how that's how damn cold it was. And we smoking yeah, cigars. Yeah, we in the back, yeah, and they had and they had the little thing to try to keep us warm. But that joint didn't even keep us warm. So it was me, Kev. Yeah, the propane heat. It was me, Kev. It was me, Kev, my brother, and um, Mike was there, and a few other people was there. Um, I forgot who else was there. But me and Kev was talking, and I told it was Kev a then because that's when Mike does it, that's when Mike did his cigar night there on Tuesday. Yes. It was on a Tuesday, and I'm sitting there, and I'm telling Kev about this show here and a few other shows I had planned, and I did. And we in the freezing cold, and Kev is like, "For real, dog, you really, really thinking about doing this?" And I was like, "Yo, I said I don't think, I don't think, you know what I'm saying." I was like, "It might pop off, but I don't think, you know what I'm saying." I was like, "But I put it in other people's ears." I said, "But I kind of got like a feedback, like, nah, I don't think it's, I don't think, you know what I'm saying." You was getting people that was just like down in it, and then. At the same time, I was still thinking. Whoa! Hold up, that was a call. Okay, so somebody. So I I I I bugged it out real quick. But at the same time, I was still plotting and thinking of who was going to be my team members on the show. And this is back in 2016. Just when it was a thought, it wasn't even it wasn't even in progress yet. Right. Right. So come 20, you know what I'm saying? So come 2017, I started putting some ideas together, thinking about what I want to do, think about how I want to, you know, cast the show, how I want to do this. 2018 came, I started doing some other bigger things with it. You know what I'm saying? 2019, boom, it was a banging hit. You know what I'm saying? And right then and there, I came to REA because me and REA was supposed to be doing stuff like some years before that you know what i'm saying and then all it turns out my brother got a lounge you know what i'm saying and then i run into kev again and i'm like yo kev yo da, 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 da. and then kev was like oh, i'm doing yeah. movies now and i was like yeah. and i was telling him i was like yo i said i said this conversation in 2016 i said me that me, me, you or me was believing that this is where we're going to be in the next few years nope. and had no clue and Kev was like, yo, Vic, I'm proud of you doing your thing. Yo, you said you was going to do this, bro. And it's crazy that you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because he was like, yo, you're a person of, that is of your word. When you say you're going to do it, you're going to do it. And ever since then, I was like, yo. And I, I love how sometimes some things you plan it out, but then you start scouting out and thinking later on, like, I, right, that team didn't work, but this team is going to work. You know what I'm saying? And it only works when you have. 
the best teams. Feel what I'm saying? So, you know, so when it came yeah. down to it, I already had REA on it. So when I spoke to Kev, not Kev, Kev didn't even know that I was going to make him a co-host later on. But I was like, I was like, I'm going to just see how it pans out after he's a, co you know, he, he, as he's a yeah. guest. So when I saw how it panned out as he was a guest and it was just like, and then I was like, yo, so then I test trial and I was like, yo, you want to do a couple more shows? You know what I'm saying? Be a guest again. You know what I'm saying? A few more times. And then I, and I watched and I learned and I just sat back and watched. And I was like, all right, I'm going to see how this plays out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm it's confession time. The first time nephew said, you know, my co-hosts are, you know, and Ari did his thing, you know, and Gabe Will did his thing. Shout out to Gabe Will. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I paused because I'm like, should I say something? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first day you was on there. That's that right. was my first. That was my first day. I'm like, oh, oh, and then I mean, I'm saying to myself, oh shit, I'm a co-host. Oh shit, yeah. But the first time it was, it was, I, I didn't see it coming. Like I really didn't. I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a couple of episodes, and that was gonna be it, you know. And so from that, you know, and I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm on cloud nine, you know. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna read it, you know. Uh, yeah. Registration certificate, the Writers Guild of, Asso of America East Incorporated issues this certificate to Kevin Flynn for material titled Harlem Nights, The Brooklyn Days. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And Expiration date, January 29th, 2034. There you go. Like I said, it so, was registered January 29th, which was two days ago. Two days ago. <laughs> And, and and that's my thing, man. Like I, I'm so proud because here we are now. Yeah. Here we're living it. You know what I'm saying? And 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 to take that and and to take all that, you know what I'm saying, in mind and in thought, it's like, yo, we here. We here now. We did this yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm proud of Kev because Kev held it down. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna be honest, Kev was my first influence on doing the show because he was <laughs> like, yo, Vic, I had to do it. Because everybody else I bring to their attention, you know what I'm saying? Everybody else is like, I don't know, Vic. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds dope, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even tell my dad yet. I didn't tell my brother yet, but I was just telling, you know, just, 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 just different friends. You know what I'm saying? And when I saw that, people was like, yo, yeah, go ahead and do it, Vic. That's you. That's, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then my boy, and then my boy Rick, DJ Rick, shout out yeah, to DJ yeah. Rick. You know what I'm saying? When he put me on air at Fishbowl, he was like, "Yo, what? You? Re He's like, you? You ready to do this now? You ain't you? You don't need no you don't need no breaks or no or no or no teaching to do this. You you know how to do this already." And you know what I'm saying? So when 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 you when you at, when you have matter of times and you have hard times, you have hardships and you have times when it's like when 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 you feel like you knocked down off the earth. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you 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 look at it and you say, "Yo." Am I going to make it or am I going to just fall and suffer? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people want you to fall and suffer. But as you stand on bruv and, and top hill, you know what I'm saying? I gave it his all. You know what I'm saying? And Kev was right there. You know what I'm saying? We had this conversation in the freezing cold. It wasn't warm. It was freezing cold. Like We were sitting there like, yo. And I'm looking at Kev and I'm like, damn, Kev, yo, it's cold out here. But I'm like, yo, we still have any cigars and we ain't budging. We still sitting there talking. And 
you know, Kev was just like, yo, Vic, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I'm not saying, yo, I'm going to finish this thing. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, you know, two years later, I see Kev again. Yeah. Uh, no, no, your, ca your camera went off for a second. I don't see it. But uh, I remember. I for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I remember um, yeah. when that happened, he showed me the picture that he had. He took on Times Square. Yeah. For the show, on, for the movie for Anna Amongst Thieves. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, yo, Vic, that's me, bro. He's like, yo, you see that joint? And I was like, yeah, man. I said a few years ago, <laughs> we were talking about this, but. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. Like you'd have told me this like five, ten years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have believed myself on on doing a podcast. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? So when it happened, I would believe it. You know, and and then like I said, then I then 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 the rap started like convulsing crazy because I started doing a whole bunch of freestyles, doing a whole bunch of different songs. And my motivation was back, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, sometimes people lose their motivation at a time where they go through a critical point. You know what I mean? Mm. And sometimes I mean, people like, you know, sometimes some people give up. And that's what that's what throws it off. That's what that's what throws it off. That's what Kev, your 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 joint made it echo. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know what happened. I, 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 I'm glad as soon as you put the camera back on, as soon as you tried to put the camera back on, it made it echo real quick. It sounded it sound like, sound like I'm doing a DJ mixtape right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know how to you know how the DJs do the shouts and it starts doing the echoes. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah DJ, yeah, yeah. we got an NWA reunion. Cursing time right now. <laughs> but I mean, I, I love it, man, because. It, it, it took the time for us to realize where we are now. And, you know, I, because it was long overdue. And when it's long overdue, you have to put it together and you have to recite it and put it down. And I think that's why I'm like, with y'all as a team, as all my brothers, yeah, this is the whole standpoint behind it. You know, this is what elevates. You know and and it's like when you when you when you when you're a producer and you know how to produce something, or you're a writer, or you're a producer for music, mm -hmm. you know how to encourage that and put it together. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw you two. Like I said, I had already for for a hot minute there. When I saw you come in on it, and I saw how you and Rea and um Gabe, how it connected off of each other, I said, "Yo, that's gonna work." Especially when we had uh oh yeah freestyle man oh man it was nice. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm hyped about it because this this is where we got right now. Hey, uh, big up to uh, uh, Fishbowl for making a mark for the, the blankets they were collecting. Big up yeah. to y'all because oh, y'all yeah. doing big things over there. Big ups. Like again, I'm I'm, I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna say that big shout out to Sammy because I remember the first show that we had here on the TV Cafe show. We had Sammy on the show, and Sammy was a big guest for us because she she rocked out with us. Like yeah, I. Doing there and she had so much fun 
talking with us and 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 uh you talking you about when she came came on the show with us? Yes. That, that next day. Yes. That, or not the next day, but that next time we came back, she came jumped on the show with us. That was yes. nice. And that and you know, and Sammy, she rocked the the conversation was great. She rocked along with us. Like she's one of the, she I'm gonna tell you, y'all, if y'all never saw Sammy G, y'all need to see her. She's a great host. Yeah, you know, yeah. she knows how to talk, she knows how to conversate, and she's just like us. Like you she likes she like she 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 got so much gift of of the gab and, and conversation and, and very good topics. Yeah. That <clears throat> that you know she she's an outstanding lady. You know what I'm saying? She gives a lot of good, great conversations when it comes to radio topics. And a lot of times she gets on air here, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and she and she and she talks about the different things that she has going down. She was like, if you um do different things and get different things, you know, she made me to where I am, where I am today. Feel what I'm saying? And she always believed in 100, percent and she held me down with coming with the two different shows that I did have on Fishbowl Radio Network. So. I got to give a major big shout out props to Sammy G for, you know what I'm saying, having his network. And I got to give a big major shout out to DJ Rick. You know what I'm saying? He's on on Wednesdays. So make sure y'all hey, check out DJ Rick Wednesdays. Rick, if you listen, if you listen to this, brother, like your style, brother. A lot of nice women that you brought around. We did a lot yes. of projects, especially that one. Uh, okay. Uh, that million, that million uh, uh, selfies that we did. Got some fine females, brother. I like style. Word. <laughs> and, and another thing too, man, is I love I, I love about it because uh, when Rick when Rick got me on the air, you know what I'm saying? It was like me and him was had had a politic connection too, where it's like every time you invite me on the show, we bug out, we laugh, we joke, we talk a lot. Yeah. Of you know what I'm saying? And it only bigged me up for what we doing now. You know what I'm saying? And then. Yeah. I got to give extra credit for Sammy for me being in my first actual movie, actually saying something that that wasn't the first movie I was in. I was in like a, you know, uh, a few times as a, a cameo walking past somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like the extras, but for me to be in my first movie on a big screen and have me speaking and that whole, uh, and especially having the whole interview that we had doing on that movie for fishbowl, you know, for the making of fishbowl, you know, so you got, and you, you can look it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got a cameo too, son? Yeah, yeah. Cause I said y'all, cause I got. I, matter of fact, I got two because with Living Die Best Rea, obviously you ain't seen all the episodes because you have seen me. Cause I have a cameo yeah. in in into Living Die. Oh, Best you Die. do. I got a cameo. That's why I gotta watch it. You can't miss me. And then when we for, for Blood Money. Um, shout out to shout out to Fetty Bridget, everybody else that was part of that production. Um, yeah. I have a cameo and a line, and it just oh, was nice. ironic. It was just yeah. quite coincidence that the person that was supposed to give the line didn't show up. Yeah. So Fetty, mm. yo, okay. yo, yo, I told you you might have to stand in. I'm like, okay, and I stood in, and then they shot the scene, and you know, um. Yo, Kev, yo, Kev, yo, I'm like, yo, and I had no mic on. I said, but yo, I, I, I delivered my line. I said, did the mic kick? And, and I didn't, it, the, the, the line came up. 
I had to do some improv yeah. on the cast. Like, yo, Kev, what's up with that? I'm looking at him yep. like, yeah, I just made up something. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what I said. I really couldn't tell you. So I'm like, wow. oh, shoot, did a mic pick it up? And the cameraman said, cut. And that's not in the script. And the director mm. said, no, 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 no. We got to do that again. Kev, yep. say the same line that you said before. I'm looking at her like, <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Bird. And and that's one of the major things, man. You know, again, like I said, I got to thank Sammy for that movie, too, because, yo, we saw it on the big screen. Like, we, me, me and REA oh, was at the yeah, movie theater yeah, when we yeah. did it. And hey, that's me on the big screen. That's you on the big screen. And it's, 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 it was like one of the most major major things, you know, and that was the whole I, interview. They did the entire yeah, whole different. interview. And it was at the end. Yeah. So when we did, we did, we did, we did a New York International Film Festival, uh, 2022. Yeah. Yeah, we did an International Film Festival 2022 in Jersey. Um, with, with, with Dana, I mean, Dame Dash and his team. And I'm in a theater and I see produced by Kevin Flynn. And I'm like, yo, that's me. I mean, yo, that's, 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 that's me. And then at the end of the production, they showed the trailer for To Live and Die in Best Style. Mm. And I'm like, that's me. That's, yo, that's me. You that's know, in, in, it, 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 yeah, it, it's still, it's still, you know, like I said, going back even fast forward, I mean, going back before that, we did a, a screening at, um, at uh, Billy Holiday on Fulton Street. Yeah. Of, of to Live and Die in Bed Stuy. And um, shout out to Mike Bell, you know, he was with me. I guess my dog. Yo, I'm Mike, like, I ain't, shout out I'm, not paying, I'm not paying attention at all. I mean, I'm like, oh wow, you okay, yo, okay, this first one being here, okay, but I'm going next thing I know, Mike elbows me, like, like to get my attention. I'm like, yo, my man, okay, I'm, I'm sitting right here. What you can say, yo, cat. But when he elbows me, he's looking at the screen. So I'm like, yo, okay, what, on, what the f is he looking at? Kevin. And that's the first time I saw produced by Kevin Flynn. I'm like, oh, shoot, mm, that's wow, me. oh, that's in the credits. Yeah, yes, in the, yeah, it's in the credits. But Kev, I gotta bring something to your attention because I, I just thought of something and this is this is I think this would be perfect for Mike, but we gotta make it animation. <laughs> Mike's a clown himself, but anyway. <laughs> we gotta make it animation. But it's him smoking his stogie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You, all right, all right. I'm gonna go back in the day. You remember when uh before Roger Rabbit, you had the little the little baby that had his stogies and he was, you know what I'm saying, smoking his stogies and he was just tearing up stuff. Yep. We gotta do one with Mike with his stogies and and the females crossing the street. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. Yeah, we gotta make that happen. Huh? What is his favorite line? I wanna want go on the street but you know, he, he, he might he might run with some feathers. <laughs> Someone was like, Yo, how do you Animate him as a cartoon, have him smoking his stogies. And you know how Mike, you, you know how, you know what I'm saying? You know how Mike gets down and be crazy joking. About, and I, I think that would be something serious. I think that would be one like one of the major networks of making an am, animation of Mike. Because oh. okay, that's I, 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 I got to add another one about the Times Square photo. Because oh, the yeah. and everybody was part of production. They got on me. By the time I got over there, it was about to come down. We had a billboard, for those that don't know, we had a billboard for Honor Monthe the first three weeks of March. 
Jackson oh, wow. Times when David Buster. <coughs> so when I finally got a chance to go over there, you know, we we timed it and everything else. You know, so I mean, you know, I had the hoodie on. You know, it came. Uh, some tourists came down and they saw me standing there, as you see in the photo. And they like they looked at me. They looked at the billboard. They looked at me and looked at the billboard. They said, "That's you." I'm like, yeah, that's me. And now they want to start taking pictures. I'm like, brother, I'm glad I shaved. I, I never expected anything like that. And so now they start oh, taking okay. pictures. Other people coming from the other direction see me taking pictures with this person, and they taking pictures of me. They look taking pictures of the billboard. They taking pictures of me and the billboard. They taking pictures. I'm like, yo, okay, um, is this what it's like? Like I said, this is 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 it was really. I'm like, okay, is this really happening? <laughs> you know, I'm on. I'm in Times Square. And I was on I was on social media last week, and I forgot. Oh, there was a memory photo that came up about yeah. me from back in the day when I was when I was um when I was a kid when I was a, when I was in elementary school, and um mm. I found that photo of me in Times Square. So I put on social media. I don't know, Vic. I don't know if you saw it. But the, the, the word yeah, because I got right the message. Remember, remember that's why I saw it. No, no, I thought, no I'm not. I'm not doing that on social media. I took I took the old photo of me in in, in um elementary school and the photo yeah. from Times Square and I put it on social media last wow. week and yeah. I put Jay Z went from Marcy to Madison Square I went from elementary school to Times Square. Yep. Oh wow. So, you know, I got the I got a, and I mean it's, I I wasn't making it up. I went from elementary school to Times Square. I ain't go to, I ain't go from Marcy to Times to Madison Square. But I went from elementary school to Times Square, and it's still it's still hard to believe. Still hard to believe, man. I, I mean, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm loving it, but it's still hard to believe. I know my mom. She has. A, she, she instilled that writing gene in me. I know she looked down at me and said, "Yo, I knew it was gonna happen. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. You got that writing gene. You're my child. I'm waiting to get I'm, with you. I'm waiting to get with you, I'm waiting to get with you and Vic on that creative thought and make our ultimate movie. I think uh, if we ever do a hip hop movie, that's gonna be killer. Cause we just yeah. talked about all the elements yeah. in this podcast that these guys have not seen. And another thing that they've never seen in this generation is what real rapping and DJing was like. Yes. Yeah. They yes. don't know when we were living this stuff. We were, It wasn't just like uh, you show up to perform and all that. You needed to go to somebody's crib or go in their garage yep. and they had the DJ set up. You need to see what going it really was garage, like. Go in a basement. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then see the cast that, that our producers now uh, – that were amongst us at the time that it was just a conversation. And now look what they're doing. Yep. Mm -hmm. They're producing now. They're producing now. Yeah. It's crazy. The part, that's not, the, the part that's not spoken about is the challenges that we were having in our regular life trying the day to make it No, you, you, you being nice with it. The day-to-day -day struggles we were going through. Yeah. No, I won't be nice. I admit the, the challenges all as a I, whole. I was, I was going some struggles. That's shoot. Let going me tell you. Jail, going to jail, dealing with child support, uh, relationship problems, family oh, yeah. problems, uh, health problems. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When they stack up, you like, damn, am I going to live to see any of this? Yes. And, and, and a lot of rappers, and a lot of people, put, a lot of artists put that in their rap. They told it about it. It's not yeah. like something they were making up. There's something they live. But, let me ask y'all this when when the time and, and, this, and this, this, this is the time when it was real crucial for us as young black men in general yeah. for anybody in general not even as young black men for anybody in general when love's gonna get you first came out yep mm -hmm. and you heard that song 
You know what I'm saying? When that song came out, we were just at a time point that was like, damn, what is next? What is, what is, what is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so many people really lived that life. It's like, yo, you, you knew, you know what I'm saying? At certain times in important in life, you knew neighborhood drunk. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. You came across, but it was your, it was your main man or somebody you knew or somebody was a best friend. And they got you on to the point, you know what I'm saying? And you seeing the, the money that they make, but mm-hmm. it was real because how many people grew up watching Scarface and was like, yo, time out. I do kind of want to live that life and make that type of money. Yeah. But, you, just, you didn't <laughs> want the violence. You know what I'm saying? Then New Jack City comes out and it's like, all right, this mm-hmm. is a real... And, and the funny thing is, when that movie New Jack City came out, you had a whole bunch of black young dudes at that time. It was like, yo, I want, I am Nino Brown. I am living that life. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I want to ask this question to, to you as both black men. I mean, I love Denzel all to death, but who was who? Who do you think that was real harder on another level? Was it Denzel in Training Day or Nino Brown in New Jack City? Nino. Oh, it, it was. It was. It was. It was. I mean, Nino Brown. It was Wesley Snipes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey look. Just with the part where he told old girl when he threw on the table, cancel this. You know what? Yeah. No, cancel. No, you had the champagne. Yo, the champagne bottle. Yo, cancel yeah. that. Yeah. But the thing no, is, my favorite line. My favorite line is like, yo, um, 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 with G Money, yo, if you tell your business, say it again. Say it again, yo. Sit down, sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. Make change. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. That, Yo, was that was crazy fire. cold. But I think Chris, that was Rock had, Chris Rock had the best theme uh, uh, part where he, he said, played the best. Just theme. keep yeah, calling he he me. He just keep theme. calling me. Nobody has done that. He played the, the way best he did that. And whoever, and shout out to whoever did his makeup. Yes. Oh yeah, because he, he had yeah, dry lips. It, everything, whoever did his makeup for that particular scene, and I know it too. Like I said, I'm on that side, I'm on, a, I'm behind the camera, so I kind of see exactly how that works. Whoever did the makeup, whoever did the makeup for that scene, they put their foot in that. And he they, played they, the hell out of that crackhead, Pookie. He, yeah, he, he played, played man. <laughs> he played, he played uh, hell that. And remember, he was working as a, a, a mailsman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, that was crazy. Yeah, like I said, you know, like I said, you were working as a mailman. I was, I was in the back of a cigar lab. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. You know, Brown was based off a real, real character. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, the yeah, name. yeah. Well, based off many characters, but... They just changed But, you know, uh, like, I like Boys in the Hood, too, but Nino, I mean, Nino Brown's story was more realer because, you know what I'm saying, he had his own, he was on his own, he wasn't living with his mom's. You know what I'm saying? Boys in the Hood came from a different plateau where dudes is living with their moms. Mm-hmm. And, and now in the West Coast. Yeah. In the West Coast. Yeah. And, and, and it showed you different parts of the hustle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, it gave you many perspectives and different perspectives. But I mean, you gotta look at it. I mean, we, we had a lot of critical hardcore movies that came out at that time. You had Minutes of Society. That's your time frame. My, my time frame was the Shaft era. You know. Yeah. My yeah. Shaft, everybody said, when I was coming up, everybody wanted to be Shaft. 
Everybody. Yeah. And Dolomite. You want to be the Shaft, Superfly, or the Mac? That was it. Yeah. Well, was, you had Dol you had Dolomite because Dolomite knew karate. <laughs> well, Dolomite knew karate. Well, I said Dolomite, you know, like your Shaft was out there for justice. <laughs> Superfly was into the drug game, and the Mac yeah. was in the, in the prostitution. Yeah. You know what? I never, everybody wanted Shaft. Yeah. yeah, they wanted Shaft, Sugar Superfly, or the Mac. Yeah. I never, I never understood this. They got on us about hardcore, dirty hip hop. You know, from Ghetto Boys, NWA. We talk crap. But when you look at Dolomite movies, that was oh, heck yeah. Oh yeah, it was cursing, the, the the yelling, the the poetry that this brother spoke. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. So before y'all before y'all judge hip hop, y'all need to do some point. research. Yeah. Mac, Mac Dolomite. Um, movie like Cotton Comes to Harlem, called 110 Street. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. Those movies was back then. Like, yo, this is who you want to be. You either want to be a, a, a law enforcement officer like Shaft, or you want to be a pimp like the Mac. But or, yeah. now, or you want to be in a drug game like Superfly. That was I'm, it. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Out of all the black movies that came out, the one that had the cleanest suits where they were just off the chain, Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Yeah, Harlem Nights. Nice. You look at them suits that the brothers was wearing, especially when they had the club. Man. Yep. They were so, Segway, shout out to shout out to Harlem Nights, shout out to Paramount, shout out to Eddie Murphy, shout out to anybody that had to, you know, to do with coming to America. Listen, yeah. watch this podcast. <laughs> Got a script for Harlem, for Harlem Nights, Open Games, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. I need yeah. you to get it because I need you, dog. I need you. You have to be a part of this. Hey, so, don't you get a new movie coming out? Um, what? Don't he got a new movie coming out? Yeah, Belly Up Top 4. Yeah. No, yeah, he got another one coming out with a, uh, it's like he some just kind of Christmas movie. Come out for Christmas. It was called Candy Cane Lane. Oh, oh, Candy okay. Cane, yeah, right. It came out already. Right. It came out already. Right. Okay, it's already came out. His next, movie yeah, coming, yeah. his next movie coming out is, uh, him playing yeah. actual Belly Hills Cop 4. BH, BH4, right. BH4. Oh, Plus okay. Eddie Murphy. You know, have your agent reach out to me, you know, you know, we might face any of the show, but listen, I got a, I got a manuscript. And you're going to be like, yo, listen, yo, dude, really? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. We did forget one person back from the 70s. Who? Who? Pam Greer. Oh, yeah, no Ooh, doubt. Oh, man. Yeah, everybody. Oh, but hold up. None of the brothers on this to... podcast can play Pam Greer. I'm talking about as far as men concerned. You wanted to be either. Um, yeah, but, but Pam Greer made you say, damn, I want to look at that again. Man, no, I'm I'm from, a man's, from, from a man's perspective, we either want to yeah. be. Shaft. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the yeah, Mac. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But, but you have Pam Grimm back to you. Everybody loves Pam Grimm. Because, I mean, she made a lot of men out of a lot of people. And it was like, damn, Pam, wow. Even as a young teenager, Pam Grimm. Well, and look, we don't have we don't have a lot of sisters that come on the edge like she did. We need them today. Oh. See, she she set the she set the bar, and yeah, she set and the bar. She set the bar nobody can nobody can uh, nobody can reach it. Yeah, nobody can reach it. She set the bar. She set the bar Especially so high, back like, then. Especially back well, then. That's, that's what I like about Quentin Tarantino movies because he he touches base on that exact time period when he make movies. Yeah, and and with Pam Greer, you know what? All of that was God given. <laughs> 
No, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was no man-made, no it, medically enhanced. That was all her. Well, it, it was it was a treat to see uh, her. Back in the day, she get it from a mama. Oh, she get it from a mama. Yep, there you go. She got it from a mama. <laughs> everything, everything, yeah. Pamela got. She got it from a mama. Yes. She didn't get it I out of jar or was it man-made? Yeah. To pause for a minute because I just got a little tab that showed up about the the mega meeting, the three hundred thirty-three million right now. <laughs> I saw that earlier. I saw that earlier. We out there for that, for that for that for that millions. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Yes, hey, hey, we win that. We saw that problem. We saw oh, that. No, that no problem. I saw that problem. But yeah, man. But I mean, growing up, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, there's, there's so many stages that we grew up in. You know what I'm saying? Because I watched all the '70s movies as a youngin. Yeah. I watched all the '80s movies and '90s movies. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> but you know, but really, Shaft opened up a lot of doors. Yeah. And Superfly opened up a lot of doors for the '90s, for the '80s, for the '80s. And Shaft was in the '70s. And by the Mac, it was in the seventies. Yeah, and then remember, and and, and she was baby, and um, Foxy Brown, you know, Foxy you know, Brown. Damn, yeah. I was trying to say we got a treat to see Foxy Brown with a uh, 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 Chris Tucker in there. That was off the chain. Yeah, yeah, and uh, what's his name? Jack- the Italian actor Samuel Samuel Jackson and um Robert what's De Niro. The Italian actor Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro. I couldn't say his name. Yeah, Samuel Samuel was crazy. He always yeah. crazy. Well, actually, when she when she played she was baby. Um, 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 and Foxy yeah, Brown, well, you know, uh, I'm and, and there was another one, uh, 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 oh man, it's 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 me right now, but anyway, we wanted to see that movie. As a matter of fact, and we're talking about somebody that's our age, maybe not fact, that's older than us now because she was she was an adult in her 70s, and we're still talking about her production back then. Yeah, you know everybody. Yo, let's let 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 um, Shiva baby come on. Let yeah, come on. <laughs> you know we will stop. We will us brothers right here will shut down this podcast. Yeah, to watch Shiva baby, to watch Foxy Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh man. you know so that was Pam Jr. No, Pam Jr. Look it up. Hey, yeah. hey. But they they did Chris Tucker wrong in uh, in Foxy Brown. They let him live. <laughs> Jackie Brown, yeah, uh, Jackie Brown, because he got Jackie, off the back of that Jackie truck. Brown, she, she, yeah. Foxy Brown, she lived. Yeah, Foxy, she, uh, she she there was another one um uh where she would play the nurse. Um, was it she a baby? She, um, was it she a baby? She played a nurse. And she she played nurse, yes. Yeah, but she was getting revenge on a drug dealer. They put her sister into. That was coffee. That was coffee. Right, coffee. Right, coffee. Right, yeah, coffee. coffee. Hey, yeah. uh, Pulp Fiction. I have to admit, the one scene that I didn't like, even though it was messed up as part of the show, was Bing Rain getting it on the tail end. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was Pulp Fiction. You talking about that's yeah, a total. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying. That movie alone, just that part was the part I didn't like. Yeah, I was like, Yo, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, like I said, we wait, man. She watched it. 
But in Baby's Kid, the late Robin Harris was talking about um, uh, Get Magazine 1974. Cinema 1974. Yep. That was a Jet Magazine. That was that Jet well, Magazine. I want to break it down for like the last five minutes real quick. And I want to break it down on this song right here because I know Cal going to be like, oh, but Vicky done started it. One of the greatest songs of rap history of all times. A lot of you don't give it a recognition of what, 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 it, what it is. But giving yeah. up the Nappy Dugout was yeah, one of the- Oh, my God. Yeah, we <laughs> just listened to that. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. Don't... Did his thing when he wrote that song. I mean, I just happened to recently, yeah. but it was always one of my cl- favorite classic songs. Mm-hmm. But you were this, having a bad day. That, that song, it was like it, it could have been a movie. Remember okay. when we first heard the album? We wasn't expecting that song. The way it started, right? We didn't expect. We didn't see that one coming. Yeah. So as soon as the song started, and then when it got to the chorus, I said, "Oh my God!" Everybody just started bugging out over that track. Now, nephew, I got one for you guys, and um, I heard it. I mean, going back to his filmmaking Motown with Terry Odie, the Grapevine song, the Gladys Knight or Marvin Gaye. Who yeah. And somebody posed this question on social media today. So, who did it best, Gladys Knight or Marvin Gaye? The Grapevine song, Grapevine. Marvin Gaye for me. <laughs> Marvin Gaye for me. I mean, I I heard Gladys Knight one doing it, but it didn't hit as hard as as Martin. I mean, as Marvin did. Because Marvin Marvin got passion in the words the way he expressed himself. I, for me, for me. Because everybody, I, 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 my response was like, you know what? That's a hard one to call because I said Gladys. It, she did it in an R and B format, whereas yeah, she did. Marvin did it in a romantic ballad format. Yes, it's hard. Like I said, just for me, I'm like, ah, that's a, that's a tough one to call. Honestly, honestly, everybody was still looking at her for the Midnight Train in Georgia. It wasn't. I heard through the yeah. grapevine. I'm saying. I said for me. I said for me. But I said what well, if you had to make a comparison about two different performers singing the exact same track? You know, that's that's that was that was that was the question on social media. You know, they said the exact mm. same track. One was the R and B, one was the ballad. Who was who did it best? And I'm like, you yeah, listen, they both put their foot in. My response was, and you can look it up. My, they both Hold put their foot in it. It's a hard one to call it, but they, they both put their foot in it. Yeah, guess what? I got to bring up something that I didn't even know in history, but it was history. It's Black history. Marvin mm-hmm. Gaye actually tried out for the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, Marvin Gaye wanted he, wanted he wanted to be a basketball player. He wanted to be an astronaut. He wanted to play football. Are he wanted to box. Yeah, what? they showed the picture. They showed the picture last week when when when, wow. when Detroit. They showed that Marvin actually tried out for the team and he was in a suit and everything. And so he wanted to be an astronaut. He wanted to be a boxer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those yeah. those were their beginnings. That were their beginnings. Mm-hmm. I got in, so, uh, for for the longest. Well, no, I knew this, but it, I was just shocked to hear. Yeah, so, like Rod Kim, mm-hmm. he was uh, trying out for football. Yeah, right. And he was doing yeah. early hip hop. I was like, damn, yeah. all of us was living at that normal life. Yep. I think I would. I didn't think I would be making movies after my career in law enforcement. Yeah. I think I'd be making movies. Oh, I got to share this also. I just I forgot. I, I got so much. I apologize. Um, I've been invited. 
because of what's going on in the movie industry and my part in the movie industry, I've been invited to sit on a panel for Black History Month later on this month. I don't know what, what day it is, but I'll let you guys know. I, I was actually invited. That's what's happening. Okay, nice, nice. So, yeah, so, man. So, you know, every 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 week we're going to do on the show, we're going to bring up something from Black History. Yeah, yeah. And I was told it was by somebody from HBO. I said, I, don't, I can't confirm or deny, but uh, I heard somebody wanted him, somebody that's involved with it as part of HBO. Cool. So, we'll see. I'll keep, I'll keep you posted. No doubt. Definitely. Since we're doing Black History, I'm going to start it off. Because everybody knows about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and all this other good stuff. I did some research because I said I'm working on another script. Um, and 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 I was doing some script, you know, on the late Emmett Till, not on, not on Emmett Till himself, but um, and, and the tragedy and the tragedy that took place. But I was while I was doing some research for a project I'm working on, I came across, and it's gonna be my what's the word? This is gonna be my Black History Inventor of the of the week. Oh, is Lonnie Johnson. Okay. Lonnie Johnson. Johnson. Lonnie, please don't know. You ever heard of the Super Soaker and a Nerf gun? Yeah. Mm. He's the one that created Johnson was the inventor of the Super Soaker. Yes. Also, also, also. And he helped get the Nerf gun. Also, I got before, before we forget, before we forget, gotta give a shout out to Run DMC because the actual documentary comes out today on Peacock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotta give a major shout out to Run DMC because you know what I'm saying? For this hip hop history, they the one that, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that was like the, the takers, the ones that started making the money in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Made hardcore hip hop. And made it hardcore hip hop and made it, you know what I'm saying? And gave, and gave you everything, you know what I'm saying? From from rock to yeah. rap. You know what I'm saying? So they, 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 yeah, they, they that's where it is today. Feel me? And oh, I got group, I, As a rap group being inducted to, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fame, exactly. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yes. And also, nice. got inducted also as well. But the three-part series starts tonight. One, this part one comes on tonight, but it's going to start on Peacock. And it's a three-part yeah. series. So make sure y'all go check that out for Run DMC, y'all. This, I, I, I can't wait to see it tonight because it starts tonight, at, I think, at 8 p.m. But mm. uh, go check it out. It starts today, and it's going down. And that's hip-hop history, y'all. I got one other question. One other question. Detroit Lions, what happened? What happened? Yo, what happened, man? <laughs> okay. What happened? I'm gonna say you know, this. I, with, I mean, I'm, I'm going for now. All right, now I'm gonna ask you a pick. Okay, we only got um, Kansas City and, and, and San Francisco. I mean, is it Kansas City? I know it's, it's Kansas San Francisco. City and San Francisco. Okay. All right, who you got? Kansas City. Kansas City. I'm taking the 49ers. REA. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna just be a spectator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking San Francisco. I'm taking San Francisco. Now, I want you to take San Francisco because I'm an NFC. I'm a Carolina Panther fan, and San Francisco is in NFC. So I'm taking San Francisco 49ers. And, and right. I'm taking NFC. I'm taking NFC. But I want, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna definitely, you know, what I'm saying we gotta wind it down because we got like two minutes left. And I thank y'all right. for this Thursday. Because, yo, we always do Bomb Thursdays. We always have hot shows. We always give you hip-hop hits. You know what I'm saying? We talk about the culture. We talk about the life. And this is what we live and breathe. You know what I'm saying? 
So if you're trying to get in movies, if you're trying to listen to music, you know what I'm saying, trying to get your music out there, you want to have your music played, hit me up, Vix Move 7, Instagram. You want to hit me up, hit me up on the TV Cafe Show page. Thank y'all for all the followers and the viewers on the TV yes, Cafe. Y'all are making us bigger and bigger and better. And I'm seeing the boost on my regular page, not even the TV Cafe Show page. And y'all are, and, and y'all are remarkable. And I want to thank all the fans out there, all the loyal people that listen to us. All the people that gives me the love, all the people that sends me the text messages, I thank y'all so much. Like I said, the boost is going real crazy right now, and it's getting bigger and bigger, y'all, and I thank y'all for that. And I appreciate the love that you give. So always hit that like button, hit that love button, and let's keep it TV Cafe soul and real and all the time on hip-hop. REA. Yeah, big shout-out to the TV Cafe family. I love y'all. That's why we do what we do. And I love uh, and must love all my family out there and uh, prayers out there to Israel and Palestine. Uh, what's going on out there? Hopefully that dies out real quick. And uh, also hit me up on Instagram, uh, A-R-Y-E-H-187, and TV Cafe. Kev, take us out. I, I want to thank everybody, man. I want to thank the TV Cafe show family for allowing me to be part of this awesome podcast. Um, a year and some change already in as a co-host. You know, I started as, as a guest, you know, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm so excited about the Honor Among Thieves that's also streaming on Tubi, my, my five-part series. I co-produced another one called Delivering Our Best Die. And, um, you know, we just got to get it together. You know, shout out yeah. to all, shout out to every human being on, on, this, on this planet, regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of your, of your location. Let's look at what our internal organs look like. Our internal, our internal organs are all the same. Um, yes, you know, I'm, I'm your boy, original water bear, Kevin Kev, and I, I got to share it again. You know what? This is my first one. I'm excited. The Writers Guild Association of America East Incorporated has registered my first script. All them nights, Brooklyn days. Like I said, anybody can get in touch with Paramount, Eddie Murphy, anybody that's affiliated with this because I said, I really would like Eddie Murphy to be a part of this because Harlem Nights ends in Jersey, and I can talk about it. Harlem Nights of Brooklyn Days begins in Jersey. And, and shout out to Rich, the, the late Red Fox and Della Reese and Richard Fry and all those going, all the individuals that have gone before us. But Eddie Murphy, whoever the Asian might be, you would love this. Hit me up on the TV Cafe Show as well. You can also hit me up on Instagram. X as an X-ray, C-O-U-N-C-97, X-Count-97. Thank you, brother. Thank you, TV Cafe. Thank you, social media. I appreciate y'all. No doubt, no doubt. And definitely want to give a major shout out to Amaya Hogan's. I love you, baby girl. Definitely keep doing your thing. And like yeah, I said, much love. Yeah, we're going to do the TV Cafe show all rocking all the way out and ride it all the way out, y'all. We see y'all next Thursday, all right? Thursday. Peace. Peace. And the credits start going up, and then the yeah. <laughs> violin start playing. Start playing. <laughs> Baruch is him. Oh, uh, boy. We word. are out of music. We are out of music? Yeah, I'm about to start beatboxing. Who <laughs> said word? Yeah. To so all the c***s and the $100 billers. Yo, I got the phone. Your eyes are red. You ain't got no feelings. Feelings. Check it out now. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge. Tomorrow comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got nothing to share for all.
with your nose bone. You all alone in these streets, cousin. Every man for themselves in this land, we be. They keep them shook crews running like they supposed to. They come around, but they never come close to. I can see it inside your face, you're in the wrong place. Cowards like you just get their whole body laced up. And such. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my team, and I guarantee you it'll be your very last time. Your simple words just don't move me. You're minor, we major. You're all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player. Don't make me have to call your name out. You crew is featherweight. My to make you levitate. I'm only 19, but my mind is older. When the things get for real, my warm heart turns cold. Enough to cease, another story is told. It ain't nothing really. And yo, done sparked the Philly. So I can get my mind off these yellow back. While they still alive, I don't know. Go figure. Meanwhile, back in Queens, the realness and foundation. If I die, I couldn't choose a better location when the Feel a burning sensation, getting closer to God in a tight situation now. Take these words home and think it through. Or the next rhyme I write might be about you, son. This ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. They shook. This ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. Living the life that is dominant. There's numerous ways you can choose to earn funds. Funds and some get locked down and turn nuns. Cowardly hearts and straight up shook ones. Shook ones. For every rhyme I write, it's 25 the life There was so much to trust, safeguard in my life Ain't no time for hesitation, the only leads to incarceration You don't know me, there's no relation Queens, red gems, you don't play I don't got time for your petty thinking mind Son, I'm bigger than those Claiming that you pack heat, but you're scared to hold And what the smoke clears, you be left with one of your 13 years in the projects My mentality is what, kid? You talk a good one, but you don't want it Sometimes I wonder, do I deserve to live? Or am I gonna burn to hell for all the things I did? No time to dwell on that, cause my brain reacts Front if you want, kid, lay on your back I don't fake jazz, kid, you know I bring it to your life Stay in a child's place, kid, you out of line Criminal minds thirsty for recognition I'm sippin', E&J got my mind flippin' I'm fucking. Think I'm always out of hope for hustling. Get that loot, kid, you know my function. function. As long as I'm alive, I'm alive, illegal. And once I get on them, I put on all my peoples. React with lyrics like Max, I hit your domo. When I roll up the beat, go sleep because I'm free. Sunny shook, this ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death, and scared to look. They shook, this ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death, and scared to look. They shook, this ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death, and scared to look. They this ain't no such thing as halfway cross, cross. Living the life that it comes in. There's numerous ways you can choose to earn funds. Some get locked down and turn guns. Cowardly hearts and straight up shook ones, shook ones. He ain't a crook, son. He's just a shook one. I'm